Well, hello, all of my fly friends. It's the one and only Trina Nicole, your fly girl with fibro. And I'm so happy that you're here joining me for episode six of the Fly Girl with Fibro podcast. Thanks again for joining me. I'm so sorry. I know I promised that I'm going to try to be more consistent with uh, recording and posting these episodes and I'm working on it. But so much exciting things have been happening uh, with my book. I got to travel down to Atlanta with shout out to Black Women Hustle for having me and just in a space of other dope women doing dope things and promoting and networking. So that was so much fun. So I've been really busy just like promoting the book and vending and so many people have reached out and so many great opportunities. So I'm really, really trying to learn better time management so I can kind of juggle all this stuff because I love doing this podcast and hopefully helping and enlightening people. So today I want to talk about self-love. I'm going to call this episode, I Love Me Some Me, Honey, because I do. And really what I've been so focused on lately is encouraging that for other people. Like, what does your self-love look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? I'm going to refer to chapter nine in my book. If you haven't gotten it, it is available on Amazon. Just look up Fly Girl with Fibro book. Um, Chapter nine is called Unbreak My Heart. So I feel like I definitely have like this Tony Braxton reference already. I love me some me, unbreak me, unbreak my heart. Those, you know, Tony Braxton is a living legend. She's dope, honey. I love her songs. Um, So I'm really taking from her and just really figuring out like what does I love me some me really mean? And what does it mean to unbreak my heart? So chapter nine, that's what I talk about. Sometimes we get so consumed and we kind of just live in the space of hurt, right? Um, Whether, you know, we were hurt by others, whether we've made decisions and ultimately hurt ourselves, it's really easy to live in that space. And maybe some of our physical pain is being caused by the pain in our hearts, Right, because you always hear me say, you know, physical and mental, emotional, it's all interconnected. So we can't heal one really without healing the other. So we have to be responsible for unbreaking our own hearts, even if the pain is caused by others. And sometimes we can't expect those who hurt us to heal us. Right? Did you catch that? We can't expect the ones that have hurt us to heal us we can forgive them and we know forgiveness is not even for them the forgiveness is for us we can forgive them for the hurt that they've caused it doesn't mean that we have to forget it but it should mean that we better know we better know how to maneuver with that person how to move with them um so unbreaking our own heart that is solely our responsibility Self-love is the most important relationship that you will ever have, right? Because self-love, love of self, there's nothing greater than loving yourself because when you do, ultimately, you can then give love and receive it. But it all kind of has to start with ourselves. So that's really what I talk about a lot in chapter nine of my book, Um. So you have to love yourself enough to heal yourself. 
And again, self-love is the most important relationship that you will have. Have you ever heard that pain is love or love is pain? I know I've heard that all the time. I know a lot of people say that. I even know a few people who have that tattooed on them. But don't believe that. Like that is not pain is not love. Sometimes people who love us do painful things to us or vice versa. And then we associate that pain with love. And that's incorrect. That's false. Love is not pain. So don't believe that. And don't feel like you have to endure pain in order to receive love from somebody. Somebody that loves you shouldn't be hurting you. And hurt, I mean that in so many meanings of the word, whether it's like abuse, whether it's cheating, whether it's like whatever type of hurt, if that person loves you, they should not be hurting you and vice versa. And if maybe you're the one hurting someone else, like that's all like blurred and gray area. And I think we've all gotten really good at associating the two. But to me, pain is not love. Love is joyful. Love is, it can be hard. Yeah. Because if it, what any type of relationship where you love somebody, whether it's a physical, intimate, family, friendship, any type of relationship, it's, it takes two people and it takes work. But it shouldn't endure so much hurt. Right? And I think we really need to get out of that and, and just our association So love does not equal pain and you don't have to endure pain to be loved by anyone. But self-love is so important. How you love and how you treat yourself ultimately is going to lead to your happiness. What is self-love exactly though? Like, and I feel like there's such a, a movement, which is awesome. Like it's such a movement and it's so being focused on right now, especially in communities of color. I think that, you know, Our community struggles with that. Um, Just what it means to have self-love and to perform self-care, especially with women. I feel like the expectation of us is that we're supposed to be the strong, stoic, carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. Like we're not supposed to fold under the pressure. But sometimes that gets tiring. It's tiring to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders, especially if you don't have like help with that. Right. Like especially being moms, you know, trying to take care of our kids. We try to take hold down the house, pay the bills, cook the dinner, do the grocery shopping. That's a lot. And I really hope that at some point that we can step out of the expectation that we are supposed to be these quote unquote strong black women or just strong women in general. It's, it's tiring, but that's why something like this self talking about self love is so important because we need to realize that self love and self care is not selfish, right? Self love and self care is not selfish. So don't feel bad for doing things that are that feel good to you, that are healthy for you. Self-love and self-care is engaging in activities that are helpful and good for your overall well-being, for your overall wellness. And I think how I interpret it 
and just kind of how I move with all of this is performing good self-care then contributes to my self-love. So doing things that promote good self-care helps me to better love and appreciate myself, if that makes sense. Because that's what self-love is. It is the appreciation we have for ourselves. And doing things that foster healthy relationships, healthy growth. Again, that, that things are, are good for our overall, overall wellness and well-being. So I really want you to sit with that and just think about what does your self-care look like? What does your self-love look like? What does your self-talk sound like? Right? What are the thoughts that we think about ourselves? What are the things that we say to ourselves? How can we flip negative into a positive? I really feel like being as positive as we can, especially when dealing with chronic pain, depression, you know, any type of mental illness, any type of illness, really, the more positive that you can feel and say things and do things that are positive I really feels like feel like it helps us ultimately so I really want you to think about you know what does my self-talk sound like are do you constantly down yourself I see people that make statuses all the time and I don't sometimes I don't know the intention behind it like are these people just trying to seek um like sympathy from people is it you know, or is this really just how they feel? And they feel like social media is a safe place to share. I'm not sure. But I do really see people posting like that kind of talking down on themselves. And I always try to comment with like hearts or just like sending love your way, you know, and just sometimes I've, I've even inboxed people and encourage them like, hey, like maybe you should talk to someone like, have you ever tried therapy? You know, I really try to um, help people when I can, especially when I see them struggling with things like that. So what does your self-talk sound like? And how can you flip that negative self-talk into positive? So for example, you know, feeling like, oh, I've gotten so fat. Like I'm so fat. Can we flip that to, you know what? I need to do better things to foster a healthier lifestyle right you know just kind of flipping the the negative self-talk into like a more positive statement and that's going to take time um everything doesn't happen overnight but maybe even writing those down like can you write down some kind of like negative things that you might say to yourself or believe about yourself and then counter it with the positive version if that makes sense I just really think that self-care, self-talk, self-love, it's all interrelated. And it's important that we address all of those things for our overall wellness. So self-love is it's the compassion and care that we show for ourselves. So like I was saying before, like women, a lot of times we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. We have to be mom, wife, daughter, friend, sister, auntie partner I mean then at work we're you know managers or whatever like we have all of these roles and these titles and hats that we wear so the same care and compassion and concern that I have for my friends you know if they're going through something I try to give them like advice I you know my best best friend in the world she was just like 
so sick recently and you know I'm just trying to you know keep her encouraged and just like be by her side and go she had to go to the hospital so I'm in the hospital with her so thinking about all of that that I would do for somebody else would I do that for myself do I do that for myself that's how I want you to think about it the same care and compassion and concern that we have for others do you have that for yourself so I want you to think about that because that's important you know, we have to sh- show ourselves that same compassion, care, and concern. And I know, and I get it, like self-care and self-love can be hard when you do deal with something like fibromyalgia and chronic pain and illness and depression, especially because especially with depression, like you already kind of have like this skewed vision of yourself. So I get it. Like it's hard to foster that relationship with ourselves because in reality I'm gonna be totally transparent sometimes I feel like damn my body has really betrayed me right like that's that's hard that's a hard pill to swallow like my body is betraying me but is it partly because of things that I do or don't do is that why I'm feeling how I'm feeling whether physically mentally emotionally So sometimes we have to accept, you know, what we can't control. You don't ask to have fibromyalgia. You don't want to, you don't ask to be depressed. You don't ask, you don't want these things, but it's the reality. And sometimes we always can't control what happens to us. What we can control is how we react and how we respond to it. So for example, just everything that I've, you know, launched with the fly girl with fibro stuff, I can't control it. But I flipped it into something positive, you know, so and I know that's not, you know, easy for everybody to do. And but it's really just like drawing from your own strength and resilience and just like, okay, how can I flip this negative into a positive? I hate having this chronic pain condition. I don't feel good most of the time. I'm tired of having to explain to people, you know, it's it's a lot. But I found a way it's kind of therapeutic for me to write to help and it it feels good because I I ultimately also think when you do good you feel good that's gonna come back to you when you're genuine and really like I'm really out here to help people like I always say I'm here to encourage enlighten educate people so for me that is helping helping me to deal with everything I have to deal with so I would encourage you to find activities that make you feel good. Do things for yourself that make you feel good. Even if it's taking yourself to lunch, take yourself for a pedicure. Matter of fact, I think I might do that today. <laughs> so because um, it's winter, it's like negative five degrees outside. We have got hit with this like terrible weather. I'm in the Midwest. And a lot of us are just like, we were like literally stuck in the house all last week because there was so much snow and ice and it was so cold. So yeah, so I've been thinking, I'm like, hmm, I need a pedicure. But getting a massage and, and being okay in your own company. You know, sometimes we always feel like it's weird to kind of be out by ourselves or having lunch by ourselves or, but that's okay. Like that's you fostering that relationship with yourself. Be okay with being alone. Be okay with being in your own company. Cause I promise it actually feels really good. I like being able to just go and get a pedicure or get a massage or get a facial. And I also want to tell you guys, cause I do always encourage like self-care that Groupon is your friend. 
I know that doing all these things can kind of get expensive sometimes, um, especially dealing with like chronic pain and wanting to get massages. Um, but definitely like look at Groupon because there's always really good deals for massages, um, pedicures, manicures, you know, all that, that kind of non-essential, like not in the budget, in the bills type of thing. Um, but really I encourage you to take a look and see, you know, what you can find and definitely always read the reviews. That's what, anytime I buy a Groupon, I always read the reviews and just see before I like just buy it. Cause I want to know that even though I'm paying a discounted price that I'm still going to get like good customer service and a good service. So that's just my little, um, Trina's tip for the day. So when we want to foster these healthy relationships with ourselves, we want to do things that are healthy for ourselves. So practicing good self-care is important because it does lead to greater self-love. When you love yourself, and like I said before, you open yourself to giving and receiving love. And that just like sparks, just invokes positive feelings within ourselves, right? So I definitely would encourage you um, to get into some good self-care routines. You have to take care of you. And again, realize that self-care, self-love, self-talk, all of that stuff, it's not selfish. And don't let anybody guilt you into thinking that it is. It is okay to take care of yourself. It is okay to say no. It is okay to walk away from situations that are not healthy, that don't foster and invoke good feelings that, you know, that aren't good for you. I, I had jobs that I literally, and migraines started in my early twenties. And a lot of that was stress and it was from jobs. And I've always pretty much kind of worked in like the retail space and I've been in management. That shit is stressful. Definitely have a plan, but don't, you don't, you're not, you don't have to stay in those situations, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship and the relationship could be with a partner, with a brother, with a sister. Sometimes our moms and dads are like, you got to love them and love them from a distance. That's okay. That's okay. So I just want you to really think about that. Think about the people in your life. If you have to learn how to love somebody from a distance, do what you got to do, but do whatever you need to do. That's going to encourage just good things, good feelings, invoking happiness, invoking joy in your life and keep those people around you who do do that. Just know that you're never stuck as stuck as sometimes you feel you might be. You can control the narrative of your life, the situations you can, again, you can't always control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to it. Walk away from what you need to walk away from, do what you got to do to invoke that greater feeling of self-love. I feel like I kind of went on a tangent, but I'm just very like passionate about it because I'm learning. And I feel like as I'm learning, I love to share it with others. And, and don't get me wrong. Like nothing in my life is like pristine, perfect, I got a lot of shit that I'm still dealing with too, but I'm learning. So I'm just kind of taking y'all on the journey with me. I'm learning what I got to do for me, for Trina to feel better and not feel bad about it. Because that's usually what I struggle with is like feeling bad for saying no or feeling bad for like, this is no longer healthy for me. This was never healthy for me. I need to walk away. It's it's hard and it definitely is easier said than done. But I am, I'm, I have so much tunnel vision right now. My only concern right now is, besides my kids, don't get me wrong, but is my happiness. And like I said, I really believe that 
practicing greater self-love and self-care ultimately you know will lead to our happiness and I think that's what most people want we just want to be happy right so um I just want you to know that I don't just talk the talk I actually walk the walk (laughs) and what I mean by that is in all these episodes and even if you read my book and my blog which I am going to get on there and update and do some new blog posts I'm just like so behind with everything but I'm gonna get it together I promise um but I don't just talk the talk I walk the walk I want y'all to know that you know I do go to therapy I've been going about once a week and I do feel like it's working I had to find a new therapist I love my old therapist but um she actually doesn't accept insurance anymore so look I don't have it to just pay right now so I had to find another therapist and she's nice enough um but definitely find somebody that works for you um you know if you're not feeling a therapist find another one and definitely like I believe I've said this before is take advantage of like if your job has like the EAP programs or it comes with your benefits definitely take advantage of those benefits our mental health matters so I've also been doing yoga consistently which I was nervous about, but I talked to the yoga studio owner. Shout out to Embody Yoga Joanna and all the lovely ladies, Shayla, Jamila, um, Daniela. They're all dope. Um, I talked to them pretty much kind of before classes, and I and they know now, like you know, I deal with fibromyalgia, so they do find ways to kind of accommodate the stretching and using blocks and kind of. So I love that because they're very aware and they and they try to help me just making sure that it's like not too much because sometimes overactivity with fibro um, can send us into a flare up. Um, I've been doing almost hot yoga where they heat the studio to like 80 degrees and sweat and flow. But that's that's good. That warmth and just kind of sweating and getting all that. And I've been drinking more water. So. I say all this just to say that just know that I don't just come on here and I'm not trying to preach to anybody or telling what you got to do. I'm just, you know, giving my my suggestions. And, and so, you know, that I do these things as well. And really, yes, I have been feeling better. I'm just so focused on my overall wellness right now. Um, and and I'm, I'm in a good space and I'm and I like the space that I'm in. I'm just kind of working on things here and there little by little. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. Everything takes time. So just be patient and be patient with yourself and know that growth for anybody, it takes time. So definitely just be patient. So if you do follow me on social media, I'm on everything at, uh, ha- not hashtag, well, yeah, hashtag Fly Girls Fibro, but at Fly Girls Fibro, you will see that I posted a 28 day self-love challenge and it's been so fun um every day I post either it could be an affirmation activity something that promotes you know positive self-love and self-care and I've been getting really good feedback and people inboxing me and saying that you know that they like it um and I really just did that because as you know February we think of Valentine's Day and like it's kind of like the month of love. So what better way to kick off February than to do a self-love challenge? So it's been really great. I um, just been posting different like affirmations and little activities. Um, today, I think I posted slay the day and take a selfie. And I just encourage my followers to 
do a little something extra put if you can put on your favorite pair of heels or your favorite pair of jeans or your favorite earrings or an accessory maybe wear your favorite perfume or your favorite red lipstick whatever but just something that makes you walk walk a little bit taller something that you know you have a little bit of extra you know confidence in yourself um so just things like that so definitely um even if you didn't get to start at the beginning of the challenge it's, we still got the rest of the month to go so definitely uh follow if you're not following and just you know come come do the uh 28 day self-love challenge with us so I really hope um, in this episode that you took away kind of a better understanding of what it means to love yourself and have self-love and self-care and how all of that is intermingled and how all of that increasing those things and doing more to foster those things will lead to you feeling a little bit better. Of course, it's not going to cure everything or anything, but I really think just that little bit of extra that we put into ourselves a little bit of extra time and energy and it it really does help something else that you can definitely get into the habit of is affirmations and I think on the last episode I definitely talked about like having an attitude of gratitude and changing our thoughts and putting positive thoughts into the universe telling the universe what you need and being open and ready to receive it so you know, this is kind of what I've been doing pretty much since the beginning of the year. I don't say it to anybody. It's just things that I think I literally wake up and as I'm getting ready and actually sometimes just as I'm driving, I just thank the universe for waking me up that this day I receive and welcome and want love in my life. I want happiness. I'm thankful for my health, even though sometimes I feel like my body has betrayed me. I'm still alive and here. I say I'm thankful to the universe for the health and the well-being of my children. And I only want love and happiness and success for them. You know, just things like that. And it's not something that you have to tell anybody you're doing. You don't have to do it you know, with anybody. It's just the the thoughts and the things that we say, like I was talking about before, our self-talk and releasing that out into the universe. And again, like I said, being ready and open to receive it. So I really hope that you took something from today's episode and just finding ways that you can promote better self-love and self-care and really showing yourself that care and compassion and concern and knowing that self-care, self-love isn't selfish. So don't feel guilty about that. If you have any questions or want to reach out, I, I'm always available. You can find me at flygirlwithfibro.com on all social media. You can also, in the Anchor app, you can shoot me a voice message um, if you did download the Anchor app. So feel free to do that as well. If you have anything that you want me to talk about or any questions, tips, advice, whatever, I'm always open and down. So just let me know. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up episode six of Fly Girl with Fibro, loving me some meat, and I hope to see you in episode seven. Take care.